hi munchers welcome to another episode of monday movie munchy madness this is your co-host michael reminding you as always that this podcast does contain spoilers the movie we saw this week is green book so rent yourself a big blue cadillac because we're heading to the south Hey, 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 it's Movie Monday Munchie Madness. Me, I'm Nick Owen. I'm joined today by Michael Brown. Michael. Hello. You've been sitting in the back seat of my car for the last three weeks with a blanket on you. Well, you told, <laughs> Explain me, yourself. <laughs> you told me not to go anywhere without you, so yeah. I just decided I'd never get out of the car. Well, thanks for joining. Happy to be here. <laughs> love that. Love that blanket. Yeah. Wish you hadn't got it all greasy. Don't get grease on my blankie. <laughs> I wish I hadn't seen that in the trailer like seven thousand times. Yeah. Um, the trailer being the Green Book trailer. Yes. The movie we saw the this movie week. We saw. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about now. <laughs> I came in with expectations that I don't remember. It was probably like a six. Probably a seven, to be honest. Yeah, it was somewhere around there. I think you're like a six, and I was like a six point blah. Yeah. Well, guess what? I'm going 8.5. I loved it. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And it's as simple as you get two high-quality actors in Vigo Mortensen and Maharshala Ali. Very good. And throw in a little Linda Carlini. Nice little buddy tale. Oh, that's a winning recipe right there. A little Christmas thrown in. It's just it's just very heartwarming, and uh, I really enjoyed it. Let me ask you this right off the bat. Is this a Christmas movie? Of course it's a Christmas movie. Thank this is a movie, it, I mean, Christmas is in it. Yeah. Like, they talk about Christmas is like a pivotal plot point. Even. Absolutely. Um, and I'm glad you asked this, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's just like a feel-good movie that you would want to see during the holidays. I couldn't agree with you more. I think a lot of people would be like, oh, it's about race relations. But no, this is through and through a Christmas movie. It's not about race relations. I mean, it, it is, of course, but that's not the main theme of the movie, I would say. Yeah, no, the main theme of the movie is Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> and, and giving and opening your heart to those you would love I don't agree that it's the theme of the movie is Christmas but (laughs) the main theme of the movie is but I want you to continue well that's about all I got the main Uh, theme of the movie is Christmas I mean I'll defend it it's the spirit of Christmas maybe the Christmas spirit you know yeah that's what it's all about friendship family friendship trying to get home by Christmas Eve yeah Oh, man, I didn't even think about the parallels this movie probably had to Jonathan Taylor Thomas's Please Come Home for Christmas. Yeah, or John Candy's Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Wow. I wish you told me earlier I would have gotten all types of stats about that. (laughs) I know, I should have thought of, I should have watched Please Come Home for Christmas. I'm going to, I'm still going to, but I can't talk about it uh, at the moment. I'm sure there are some good parallels. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it through right now. I think uh, lots of parallels. Yeah. Um, even Home Alone. If you want to go, 
you want to go that deep? Were there parallels to Home Alone? Well, because Linda Cardellini was essentially Home Alone while Viggo was out <laughs> on the road with Marshall Ali. Yeah, okay. So. It's a reach, but I'll give it to you. All right. Home Alone, if the parents only left. Yeah, it was she just was one parent around left. with all the kids. If, if Tony and his wife left and left the kids by themselves. Yeah. With the rest of uh, this crazy Italians. Yeah, exactly. It's. I really, I think I like uh, the parallel to planes, trains, and automobiles even more. Except it would just be called automobiles. Yeah, why? For those two blue Cadillacs that they drove, <laughs> yeah. which was pretty sweet. Watching those big blue Cadillacs drive down the highway like that. Was it a buddy tail? Oh, hundred percent buddy tail for sure. I saw a planes, trains, and automobiles a while ago. It's been a while. It is a Christmas movie. It's either Christmas or Thanksgiving. It might be a Thanksgiving. It's a holiday it's movie. It's a holiday movie, though. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's a... Yeah. It's I feel a like great, my dad really movie. likes that movie. Yeah, it's a classic dad movie. Yeah. Dads love that yeah, movie. Yeah, dads oh, love good, that Because it's about a dad so trying to get home to see his family, you know? Uh, sure. Yeah. So, I'd probably love it. Oh, you'd Not love that it. I'm a dad, but I feel like I can... Yeah, you'd still like it. You'd yeah. like to be a dad. <laughs> You could put yourself in, Bunch his, yeah, in the mindset <laughs> where you, of being a dad. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm not. If anyone out there wants to have mixed babies, you can write to us at mmmempod at gmail.com and uh, we can we can probably set that up. Extreme batting process first. Of course. Of course. Yeah, you have to do more than write an email, but... <laughs> we'll see what we can do. Some background check yeah. would be required, but yeah. Jesus, I really got off topic there. <laughs> Let's get back to uh, Green Book. You got a number for me. I'm curious about your number. Yeah. It seems to you like like you enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I did. Um, I'm pretty close to like bumping it up, even like another yeah. point. I was gonna bump it up like two? I was gonna go like an eight seven five. Oh yeah, see. Yeah. Of course, we're on the same page. We're on the same page for sure. I but I can't match you exactly I was yeah. gonna say 8.6 just to barely edge you out but I wanna I wanna go even further yeah edging up I'll full stick with my 8.5 but .25 it, it's a very good movie I'd recommend it to I see a lot of criticism on the internet these days mm. about uh, how uh, <laughs> this movie like it, it seemed like people wanted to be more racist they wanted more racism yeah more racist than it was just it. like oh like this movie's trying to be like I don't know it just seemed like people were saying it wasn't racist enough like it was it, it was too like, like what level of racism do they want like American History X I don't know I guess but I don't know it, it just it's tough to put the criticisms in the like one vague comment but uh people were just like the complaint about the movie it was it was like it seemed soft for them <laughs> too soft for them wow okay i mean uh doctor got what do we call him doc sure dr shirley dr shirley yeah. dr shirley got oh actually i heard too that the shirley family's pissed about the movie really why is can this? you listen to that yeah that would be interesting to find out um i don't know why but they they said it was like some of it was pretty made up interesting or like not obviously made Hollywood, but any movie, any blockbuster movie like this is going to be made Hollywood. I mean, that's 
the movie making business for you that's literally where the movie is made yeah and maybe the story wasn't quite interesting enough you know to warrant a movie being made without a little bit of embellishment yeah, a, little, a little hubris if you will I mean a gay <clears throat> a gay black super educated piano player in the south during the 60s is interesting yeah yeah that's got the so I th- of a great Christmas I think movie. some people I think some people wanted like it seemed like he had a rougher time in the south he got the shit beat out of him like three times <laughs> like how Did much he? yeah just the, the one time in the bar right the one time in the bar and then the police beat him up at the uh, YMCA yeah. I guess twice I guess twice but still they beat him up yeah because he was just naked yeah yeah it was after that that he like needed the makeup to cover up his bruises yeah they didn't go into that after the first time he got beat up but um yeah so it almost seemed like the second time was worse it's definitely more humiliating for sure yeah but uh yeah man I don't know I don't know how much rougher you can get (laughs) like yeah it's, it's, I mean, it was pretty bad. I mean, like, they get pulled over. Uh, when the, it's like, they get pulled over. Well, the, first off, the, the movie's called Green Book, and the, the Green Book is uh, a book about, like, driving with a driving while being black in the South. Yeah. Like, a place where you could stay, where it's okay to stay. And, like, so that in itself is just. Yeah. extremely racist and it's presented at the beginning of the movie like as as easily as you'd present like a triple a travel yeah guy oh here's your green like. book yeah exactly they're just like oh this is the book you need that's probably some of the the uh the criticism too is just like how uh i don't know how how like you said it was just like so like how normal it how blase like, yeah yeah blase nice is that even the oh yeah that that's good? great very good use of blase um <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, you know, but that that's probably how, what they're trying to convey. It was like how... Yeah, how casual the racism was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, how blasé the, the racism <laughs> was. <laughs> and then uh, they're driving in the south and and uh, they get pulled over and it's like, well, it's past sundown, like the sundown hours. And I'm like, what the hell yeah. is that supposed to mean? And this was like n- 1962, I think. Yeah. That doesn't seem that long ago. It's not that long ago. Like, Oh, oh no, man! It's crazy because I mean, it's what? it seems like we're pretty far removed from that, but we're really sixty not. years ago. Yeah, yeah. That's like, oh, my folks were being born, you know, around that time. Of course, we're not that far removed from it. Like the South is still racist, dude. That's awful. Yeah, I just I got a stat on the Shirley family. Yeah, let's hear it. <clears throat> Um, they were just saying that, like, he wasn't as stra- as estranged from his family as they make it seem. Oh, like his brother? Mm. Like, yeah, and that he wasn't actually, like, that disconnected from, like, the black community. Like, he's definitely oh. had ch- fried chicken before. <laughs> but, I mean... That's what they had to say? Like, oh, he actually had fried chicken. That's so nitpicky. <laughs> Ridiculous. It seems like someone got in the family's ear and told them, like, they need made it seem way worse. Yeah. And a lot of them are like, oh, I'm not even going to watch the movie. So, they like, maybe they uh, should go watch it first before 
Like, it's actually a very nice movie. I know. Like, maybe if they saw it, they're like, oh, this is nice. Extremely complimentary. Yeah, he was a great guy. Yeah, a a certifiable genius. Certifiable G. Yeah, and a G. The G stands for genius. Yeah. Great guy. Yeah, great (laughs) guy. Great guy. Um... The, uh, the part. <laughs> what about some uh, piano stats? Can Marshall Ali uh, play no, piano? No, I immediately, uh, rec- I'll tell you this, I recognize the CGI of his face being put in, but it's played by the person who actually composed the music. Really? Oh, the movie? Oh, that's cool. Like, yeah, and he well, he's playing, well, he's playing it and they put his head on, they put Marshall's head on his body. Well spotted. I didn't even... Like this think to look at his face I was looking at his hands during yeah, those scenes yeah I was looking at the hands cause at first sure. I was yeah exactly I was looking at the hands I was like wait I need like no way he could play that good so the song he played in the uh, in the bar at yeah. the end of the movie that was a sick scene yeah it was uh, I'm gonna watch that scene again the orange bird that was great what oh yeah that was an end of the restaurant the place, yeah. and, and the special yeah, and the, the the number one uh, selling food item. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, <laughs> sounds tasty. That movie made me want chicken, so I went to uh, flew the coop or whatever it's called. The uh, chicken place. Nashville hot chicken place. Yeah, and I got oh, some Nashville hot nice. chicken after the movie. This is the munchy portion of. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Quantum. for sure. Um, good chicken at that place. Really good. Yeah. <laughs> that was your second time going. It was nice. Yeah, it was delicious again. I'm, uh, I'd love to go back soon. I got the same thing I got the first time, but I mean, I should probably explore the menu a little bit, but <laughs> I just, I enjoyed that hot chicken sandwich so much that yeah. I had to eat it again. Sure. That's good to hear. Yeah. I can't just watch someone eating delicious fried chicken on screen and not uh, have a hankering. No, of course not. Did the, I, I also enjoy fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. But I was going to say, did the end remind you of, uh, or not the end, but that music scene you were talking about in the bar? Did that remind you of Whiplash? Yeah. Uh, Kind of. (laughs) Well, you said it before I said it. I I mean, I guess, yeah. It had to have if I had guessed your question. (laughs) (laughs) Knew exactly what he was asking. Um, But... Whiplash is I feel like Whiplash had more of an effect on me and more of an effect on the movie yeah that was like the end of the movie too for Whiplash yeah the uh, the bar scene in in uh, Green Book was just a sweet scene and mm-hmm. and uh, like an uplifting scene it's different way different yeah, yeah. I'm a totally different feel from both of these movies right because Whiplash is very intense and like anxiety ridden yeah, this is yeah. heartwarming and wholesome. And yeah. Definitely. Um, but oh, so I want to say about that, I think that piece, I want to know what song that was. It was some, like, old... Uh, Chopin, maybe? I think, yeah, I think it might have been Chopin. It must have been, because oh, he yeah. said no one... I, not not like yeah. I could play Chopin or something like that. Yeah, like, no one can play Chopin like he can play Chopin. Yeah. He ripped off uh, some other composers in that. In that. Uh, when you're saying that. Yeah, um, I don't remember who. <laughs> I know I'd heard of two of them. Yeah, I'd heard of two of them, and then I caught a yeah, a, a movie detail that 
another famous composer was playing in the background, uh, and he didn't mention that guy. Mm. Really? Wait, during one of the scenes, or like... During that scene where he's sitting there talking about, uh, you know, the, the composers he, mm-hmm. he, he likes or whatever, and uh, he rips off the, like two or three names of composers, and then another guy who didn't talk about was playing as he was talking about them. Oh, well, who was it? Do you know? No. Oh, okay. Sorry. No, no, I just, I was impressed that you would be able to be able to pick that out and be like, oh, well, he wasn't mentioned. Yeah. Oh, I didn't pick that out. I just read that. Oh, you read that. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I didn't realize you were I really that. don't know classical music that well. Yeah. I took a classical music class once, but I don't remember that much. Did you like it? I liked it a lot. It's super interesting. All the different periods and all that. Yeah. I remember really liking the Baroque period. Mm, interesting. I thought that was like uh, <laughs> I thought that was the architecture Baroque I think there's also Baroque architecture uh, Probably from the same time period Yeah but Yeah it's, a, it's kind of fascinating Because there's some really great music Like the music he was playing at the, in the bar at the end Yeah like That kind of music is really great to listen to If you go to Salzburg you can just go see where Mozart lived All about Mozart Yeah that's cool and the sound of music, I think. Oh, and the sound of music, but that's not. <coughs> you could also watch that classical Deus. music, though. Have you guys seen Amadeus? But it's classic music. Yeah, it's a classic movie. Amadeus is fantastic. Oh, the people in Salzburg love sound of music. Yeah. And anyone who goes to Salzburg loves it too. That's it. <laughs> except the hills except are me, I haven't the seen sound it. Of music. I've never seen that movie. It's a beautiful movie. Is it? Because the, oh. the music is super annoying. It's not. My girlfriend in uh, like not. eighth grade, we were, uh, she was like, oh, The Sound of Music's like my favorite movie. I was like, oh, let's watch it. And then like five minutes in, in I was like, what the fuck? And she's like, we don't have to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'd like to watch it. What made you what the fuck uh, five minutes in? Do you remember? Oh, it's like, who's, is it Judy Garland? Who's Who's the uh, star of Sound of Music? No, not Judy Garland. No. Whoever it is. Uh, yeah. It's just her, like, singing in the hills of... Uh, oh, like, the hills I didn't say of Salzburg. I was just sound. like, this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> 13 Name. years old. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. I was like, I can't handle this. You're like, you know Rush Hour 2 just came out? <laughs> yeah. You know there's guns... You know there's Have you heard about like, fa- guns and stuff? Have you heard about Fast and the Furious? Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Julie Andrews. This is the Julie time of... Julie Andrews. That was the same time... Yeah, Julie Andrews, exactly. Uh, the same time period in my life where I was just only watching, like, Shanghai Noon and uh, The Replacements. I mean, what else would you want? <laughs> <laughs> At that time, like, that's what I was watching, too. So. Yeah. Although I will say this movie, Green Book, to bring it back full circle, might be the best buddy movie since Rush Hour 2. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Is that even true? I don't know. Can you look that up? Since Wreck-It Ralph 2. Didn't you like that movie? Yeah, that's a good buddy movie. That was a good buddy movie. Um, Let me ask you some stuff about Viggo Mortensen. Mortensen? Mortensen. Mortensen? Mortensen? That's what he said, Mike. You can run it back. (laughs) Table (laughs) wide. Mortensen. (laughs) Yeah, this was. Um, huh? Yeah, yeah, we got it on file. Yeah, on tape. <laughs> uh, the last movie, actually, the last movie's in. He was nominated for 
best supporting actor or no best actor yeah he wasn't supporting anything he was, in the, he was all the show mm-hmm. in that Captain Fantastic or, mm-hmm. have you seen that movie I haven't seen it yet no. you should watch that yeah great Vigo performance I think he should have won I after watching him in this movie and seeing his his range like now having a few you know point, like having seen a, having Some a few Vigo. points of references yeah. of Vigo like guy's a fantastic actor oh of course really good yeah um, he'll probably be nominated for this this will probably get supporting I or, imagine he would or uh, it wouldn't be best right I don't think I think so. they both get it get whatever nomination but I don't know which one goes to which like who's supporting who that's a good question because the movie like the, I would say the central character of the movie is uh, Doc Shirley but um, what's Vigo's character Tony right Tony Lip yeah Tony Lip is uh, the movie's from his perspective pretty much so I, I'm not really sure yeah. um, again a buddy movie it's, I guess it's hard to pick which yeah. one's the lead if I had to guess I would say uh, Vigo would get it for supporting I don't know I don't know. See, and I would lean the other way. I would say he, he might be the... Because uh, we saw his story arc before we saw Doc Shirley's story arc, you know? Yeah, exactly. Let me uh, let me look up some Oscar odds and see what they say. What's I would be interested to hear yeah, what Oscar odds are. for Not even just for this movie, but up to this point in the year. Yeah, I think we started uh, getting into that. We, we talked about it, but we didn't year. actually have any... Around this time, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, this is the time when all the all the Oscar movies are going to be start coming out. Mm-hmm. You know, and we'll start getting some good movies. Yeah, I'm. Re- this movie like has me pumped for Oscar season again. This movie does. It's yeah. finally a contender. You know. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like. I don't. Uh, yeah, it's tough to explain, but I feel like the top of movies this year has been less than the top of movies last year last was year. a ridiculous year yeah I thought there were a lot of good movies last year yeah there were and I don't uh, I don't think there's been as but we also haven't gotten through all of them so that's I think, right I think we were a little early yeah and when you get closer to Oscar time you get you get to hear some more of those deep cut movies you missed throughout the year like oh did you see this one though like that was really good oh I saw it like oh I saw it <laughs> and then Nick will say oh I saw it oh I'm an AMC uh, I'll AMC say I'll either say I saw it or fuck it, it sucks <laughs> <laughs> didn't see it so it must not have been good didn't see it sucks alright they got uh, goldderby.com which if you remember from last Oscar season is where I get my <coughs> this is our go to my odds uh, right. they just rank every single actor in every single movie and it doesn't even, doesn't even make sense but probably the best best general gauge for us okay they got Vigo as a best actor best actor okay yeah but uh who's the favorite or it doesn't list him in order yeah it's in order oh okay the favorite is Bradley Cooper okay which Makes sense. They got Bradley Cooper, Star is Born, of course, Christian Bale in Vice. Oh, which we haven't seen yet. Which comes out on Christmas, yeah. yeah. Vigo, Green Book, oh, Rami Malik, Bohemian Rhapsody. Nice. Yeah, Ethan Hawke, First Reformed. What's that? What's First Reformed? Uh, you can watch it. I think it's actually 99 cents on iTunes this week. Is that when he's oh. a priest? Uh, yeah. The movie looked intense. Okay. And then you got... Uh, William Dafoe when he played the uh, who was it Picasso? 
He did play know, Picasso at, at, at Eternity's Gate. Or Redford and the Old Man of the Gun, Gosling, etc. Okay. Wow, Gosling is pretty far down that list. That's interesting. Because that, I mean, I liked First Man a lot. I think that'll win. I mean, I don't know exactly what for, but I feel like that that should win something this year. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised Rami is as high as he is, even though that movie was awesome. He crushed it. He did. He did crush it. His physical acting was unbelievable. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know why I'm not convinced that's like a best actor worthy performance. Since we're talking about Oscar season, I'd like to bring up this. The movie Roma comes out next week. Yeah. And I don't know if you're familiar. Yeah, I am. It's uh, Alfonso, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, Coron. Mm-hmm. C-U-A-R-O-N. Yeah. Spanish fella. <laughs> um, his movie is coming out on Netflix next Friday. Yes. It's supposed to be an Oscar favorite. Yes. They have um, its second on Best Picture. We have a potentiality of actually seeing that on site at Netflix. Oh. Now, I don't want to make any promises, and I probably shouldn't have said this on air. But um, in speaking with an insider, there's a possibility we can go watch that at the Netflix theater on mm. campus at Netflix. We'll see, though. Well, I'll, I'll, I should... Uh... Yeah. I wish you wouldn't have said that, because I was going to say... I was going to say, I'm taking a hard stand. We're not going... We're not reviewing Netflix movies on this podcast. Yeah. Goon 2 was a mistake. I'm not getting duped again. That's true. Goon 2 wasn't Netflix, though. No, but it was a mistake. It wasn't a mistake. I'm not making a mistake again. I'm going to the theater, and I'm reviewing that movie. Yeah. Um, I'm taking a hard stand. Netflix, you can try and buy me out. This would be a... It ain't happening. This would essentially be me bribing you, but it's not really my thing. So it probably won't even happen. But um, that was a discussion that I had. And uh, I'm just going to say... I don't know. Did you guys watch the Ballad of Buster Scruggs? Speaking, yeah, speaking it of Netflix? sucked. I can't believe you think it sucked because I I've only watched the first two chapters, but I liked both of them oh a lot. Oh my god, it's it's a five out of ten, just like five? At pretty much anything else Netflix has put out. Let's just talk about the second. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it yet. All right, seen well, it. You should I probably mean, watch it's... it because I'd like to hear your opinion. Because I loved it. I loved the first two chapters. Especially the second chapter, the Frank James Franco the one. The James Franco one. It's it's like three minutes long, and it's like I don't know. It's kind of cool, I guess, but they're all tragic. I thought you would love it. If you're gonna, well, don't give me thirty seconds of Franco and expect me to like your movie. It's fair. I mean, it's fair to say, and you're obviously entitled to your opinion. Yeah, it's not good. I've heard a lot of people they think it's good. They're absolutely wrong. <laughs> Munchers, if Where, you want, if where's you want uh? You see the bout of Buster Scruggs anywhere on this Gold Derby list? It's not even on the list. Yeah, it's not. Huh? Can't find it. Oh, it's probably on there. It's right there. Forty second, hundred one. What's what's right above it? Just out of curiosity. What's the first one you recognize? I don't know. These are all hundred to one odds, but uh. Oh, so Monsters and Men, a movie I haven't heard of, is forty first. Yeah, I've never heard of it. But two ahead of it, The Old Man and the Gun. That's a movie I really enjoyed. 
I got a couple stats on Green Book if you want to. Yeah, let's get back to right, Green let's Book. Get back to that. Um, let's talk about. Let's stop talking about terrible Netflix movies. Look, I said it once. I'll say it again. Taking a stand here on Quad M. We go to the theaters. We do. I mean, we stand for the theater experience. I think uh, if if we get that and we want to review it. I don't, I don't want to talk about it. I'm just talking like in special, general. Like an offshoot. It would have to be like not that week's quad M. Well, but you're, something you're, else. You'll have to do it without me. All right. Well, I'm, I'm not even going to. I don't even want to get into this then. Like I said, not reviewing Netflix movies. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Making a stand. What? Let's get to the. Uh, yeah, let's hear the stats on Green Book. Check this out. <laughs> Tony Lip actually ended up being like an actor and he was in Goodfellas for a while and a couple Martin oh. Scorsese movies. Oh, what? So, yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Rest in peace, though. I like that, uh... You know how they were really good friends is because they died, like, within two months of each other. Yeah. Yeah, I like That's how that you know they're friends. At the end of the movie. They're like, pretty much can't live without the other person. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. It's yeah, true that friendship. Adorable. That's, yeah... Now that's what I call friendship, volume two. You got some more stats? Is that the only one? Um, <laughs> no, uh... Thought you were there coming in hot with a bunch of them. Uh, Nick, uh, Nick Vallelonga. Is that... Wait, it says Nick Vallelonga. Tony Vallelonga. Tony Vallelonga. Okay, so Nick Vallelonga must be his brother. Okay, he was, he was on the set... And he said he was, like, crying... It's his son, actually. That's what it is. It's his son. And he was just, like, crying a lot of the time because the portrayal of his parents were so vivid. And he said, like... He's like, Linda Cardellini, I can't even look at... I can't even look at all. She just makes me lose it. What does that mean? It's just, like, she nailed being his mother. Oh, yeah? That, like, even his... Like, the son couldn't even watch those... Uh, uh, Nick is uh, Tony's son. Yeah, it's Tony's son. He was on the set, and he just, like, got emotional a lot of times, but he couldn't even look at Linda Cardellini because she looked so much like her. Speaking of Linda Cardellini, was she the best St. Francis Lancer in this movie, would you say? I would say (laughs) absolutely. Yeah, I'd have to agree. Very proud of her. Linda Cardellini, for those mentors who don't know, went to the same high school as us. And then actually went to the same college I went to and also dropped out, I believe. <laughs> and also crushes And now she roles crushes roles. For like the last 15 years. Yeah. 20 years. At first I was a Linda Cardellini fan just because of her hist- of our shared backstory, all of us, with her. And then, but then she came out with Grandma's Boy. And, and then Grandma's Boy came out, exactly. Just started watching Freaks and Greeks a few years after it came out. Yeah. And- Love the hell out of that. And realize that she is a force of nature. <laughs> then I saw her on The Founder, I was like, whoa, she's yeah. next level now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The Founder. And in Mad Men. She played a similar role Mad in Mad Men, guys, actually, but she's in Mad Men. Oh. Really? I'm into Mad Men now. <clears throat> and yeah. uh, Bloodline. Mad Men. Bloodline now. as well. Yeah, I saw her on Bloodline. Fantastic show. Just the first season, but mm-hmm. good, good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, love us some Linda Cardellini. We yeah. should try and get her on the show. Yeah. I wonder if three St. Francis grads could convince her come to a Lancer podcast. We'll try and uh, scope out our next film. Mm-hmm. Get her on. She's on the on the tour. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get her on the press tour. <laughs> Get on the junket somehow. We'll just have to tell our publicist. Yeah. Once we get a publicist. 
Um, I'll mention a couple other scenes from this movie that I particularly enjoyed. Good, uh, some good emotion. Um, the one where Dr. Shirley thinks that Tony's gonna like take another job that's paying him more, mm-hmm. and then uh, he offers Tony a bunch more money and something else. The title, right? Oh yeah, different Tour title. Manager, yeah, exactly. Like and Tony's like, no, I'm, I, I agreed to a job. I'm gonna do the job. You don't have to pay me more. I'm, not, I'm going to tell him I'm not doing this. You know? Yeah. And that, uh, that's when you knew it was a true friendship. Yeah. And you knew Tony Lip. The guy's got values. Yeah. Nice yeah. Italian man. Big family. Yeah. Great guy. Yeah. That's and what we discussed. Tough son of a bitch. Oh yeah. He beat the crap out of anyone. Punched uh, a cop. Oh yeah, the, the other uh, Robert Kennedy had to bail him out. Oh yeah, Bobby Kennedy. Oh I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah, he's like, I don't know, I don't want to have to use my favor from Bobby Kennedy on getting us bailed out of prison. Yeah, he was like Attorney General at the time. Yeah, but those uh, those cops were so like punked oh absolutely punked by Bobby Kennedy it was interesting because that in the last <laughs> one of the last scenes of the movie they get pulled over by a cop again yeah. and at this point in the movie you're watching it and you're just like fuck the police yeah but they were you back know? in the north but they're back right they're back in the north and then it's like the cop's super nice and just helps them change their tire yeah. and it kind of it like it like evens out that like fuck the police vibe of the movie and you're like oh some maybe, police maybe the nice. police are good yeah I think you've said this in other podcasts, Nick, but it's always super satisfying to see a really racist person just get punked, punked, and dunked on. Absolutely. So when Bobby Kennedy calls, great. Yeah, exactly. Those three racist cops just sitting there with their tail between their legs, like can't do anything. But yeah, release them. Also, 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 once them got sorry, one <laughs> one of them got jacked in the face by Tony Lip, so <laughs> extra embarrassing. You know that hurt. Yeah. Yeah, you're usually staying in jail for a while if you punch a cop. Yeah, exactly. That had to be so upsetting for him. It was great when Tony picked up um, Dr. Shirley from the cops and he was like really ashamed or whatever but Tony's just like I work at a nightclub dude like oh yeah I've seen it all <laughs> I work at the night Copacabana in the 60s like I've seen it all dude yeah. it's all good yeah what did he say something about You're like I, I know there are like all types of lifestyles or something like that yeah real heartfelt movie Tony Lip very woke at the end of the movie he just lets him eat dinner with his family his family's uh welcoming yeah the brother kind of broke the tension there. Yeah. They're all what happened? staring he at him. No, they're all staring. Oh, the whole family's just staring at Dr. Shirley as he walks in the room. Yeah. And they're not saying anything. And then the brother's like, well, come on, move over. Let's make this guy a plate. And they're like, ah. And then everybody starts up again. They're like, it's fine. Even before he came, someone made a comment. He's like, hey, don't talk about him like that. Yeah. Like, that's He's a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah, they said something mean in Italian. Yeah, and then Tony's like, you know what? Great guy. He's, there coming, was a, he's coming over. There was a thing during that scene that, like, took me out of the movie. It was total. It was random. Like, it, this would, it only happened, like, this only happened, like, m- me for the most part. But there was, like, this Noel hanging on the, like, a sign that said Noel hanging on this back, uh, like, on the wall. Yeah. And it was, like, like, a crochet thing or whatever. 
Get the same one when you're Dude, a small my, child. Yeah, my grandma, who like the Italian side of the family, had the same exact one <laughs> hanging on the wall, and like I remember uh, it being out during Christmas. And when, as soon as I saw that, I was like, "Whoa!" It's just got super real. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like some some shit that I guess like what did they like hand those out to Italians every year or something yeah. like that? I think but that tripped me out. All the Italians just make the same one for their families. Yeah, it must have been. It's like there's an Italian, like, it's like in the cookbook, but like a separate book. Yeah, it's a craft book. Craft book, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's in like Italian-American lifestyle magazine. Yeah. Very popular in 1962. Very popular. Uh, yeah, a lot of good stuff in this movie. Yeah. Anything else you want to touch on before we get to other stuff i would just say you know if you're listening to this podcast you haven't seen it i would highly recommend you go see it it's a great movie one of the best of the year yeah pretty close to eight and a half from both of us so you know it's good yeah exactly quantum stamp of approval yeah quantum cumulative i'm not good at it but i think it was over eight and a half for sure yeah so one of the better movies i've seen this year so me too dude hands down i mean yeah and one that I would 100% watch again. Yeah. I will watch again for sure. Yeah. Just I'm going to let a few months go by and then I'll be like, oh, I want to I wanna see that again. I think a nice uh, pick me up. I'm going to watch this. Exactly. Yeah. And they don't leave you in the rough scenes too long, which may be why people didn't, uh, didn't feel like that it was racist enough or something like that. Yeah. So I've been thinking about that. Like, who complains about that, first of all? But it's not... I mean, I put it in a bad way. That's not what they're complaining about. Like... But I, I, I kind of... I know what they mean, because they don't leave you, like, sitting on those, like, gritty moments. Yeah, it was... Uh, it's more like... You know, the South is way more racist than this. Like, yeah. this is a little, like, watered down. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, there is... It was pretty fucking racist. They were beating the shit out of him and then yeah. not letting him use the bathroom. I can't believe how racist uh, oh, the guy from Even Stevens, the dad from Even Stevens is. Can't believe it. Very disappointing, Mr. Yeah, Stevens. Turns out. And even like when they weren't being racist, like you knew they were, because like he said, like oh, they just want to feel cultured and like yeah, yeah, yeah. disgusting. Yeah, Montrose, go see the movie if you haven't. Is this yeah, the best please. Christmas movie right now? Christmas time movie? Is Bad this Mom's year? Christmas 2 coming up? <laughs> that might take the crown. <laughs> Bad Mom's Christmas 2? <laughs> might be advice, <laughs> though. Good lord. That's not a Christmas movie, though. I hope so. Or do you mean, like, movie that's coming out around Christmas? Yeah, because that's like a Oh, there certain... could definitely be more movies. It might, it might be Vice. Might, Vice might take the crown. Yeah. Oh, movies coming out around Christmas? There's more movies coming out that will probably be as good, if not better, than this movie, I'd, I'd guess. I would say the best so far. Yeah. And the best with Christmas Day. But they they come out with, like, a bunch of movies the week of Christmas. Yeah. Typically. Yeah, so you said Vice comes out on Christmas? On Christmas. There are a couple. I don't remember all the trailers, but there are, uh, Oh, the one with um, Emma Stone comes out on Christmas. Well, the favorite does it does it <laughs> or does it come out sooner I don't know maybe it comes out sooner Mary Queen of you can see Thoughts. it I think it comes out well, I think it's today. wide wide release I think wide release is on yeah, Christmas I think so yeah but that one looks good what the favorite 
don't know, like two weeks ago, you hadn't even seen a trailer for it. Yeah, but now I have. Oh, and oh, that's now you want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I just like it. It looks. I like. I like the trailer a lot. I like it. I know. I just like. I'm gonna it, go see right? it tomorrow. Oh, you son of a gun. <laughs> Um. <clears throat> All right. You want to move on to next week? Yeah. We're not seeing the favorite, but you are. But I am. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're gonna see the mule. The mule. Because uh, last movie we saw of Clint Eastwood's, we said eighty-five-year-old men should not be making movies anymore. We did, which was harsh, but true. But is it true? We'll find out. We'll find out. Uh, did he direct this one? Yeah. Right? Yep. I mean, I assume <clears throat> so, but yeah. Yeah, his last movie is probably one of our top, bottom five Yeah, podcasts. probably, possibly bottom two. Great yeah. podcast, though. Yeah. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. Another, uh, yeah, podcast. That was a hit. Movie. Yeah, the podcast was a hit. Yeah. Go back and listen. Um, for this movie, I am predicting a four out of ten. Ooh. So That's what you get? Yeah, I mean that. <laughs> I have no trust in an eighty-five. I really eighty-seven don't think or whatever needs explanation. Ninety-three. I don't know how old he is now, but after watching the fifteen seventeen to Paris, which is the podcast you should go listen to after this, you don't have to see the movie. You can just listen to the podcast. Um, I'm gonna. I'm down there. I'm gonna give it a three out of ten. He brought back real actors this time. He has real actors, which is great. But I, honestly, for me. This storyline is fucking stupid. Yeah. I have His no wife interest. makes the worst almond pie you've ever had. Yeah, I have zero interest cares. in seeing an old man, like, Can pie. smuggle heroin or whatever he's doing. And, like, watching Bradley Cooper try and outfox, like, a nine. Oh, shit, I forgot Coops is in it. <laughs> uh, I'm bumping it up to a five. The Coops is in it. I'm leaving it at a three. I'm leaving it in the basement. I'm Let the say... record show my prediction is a five. All right. The record... Beep, up, boop, up, up, now shows it. Um, I th- I'm going to say this was, like, I think you don't turn down as an actor probably an opportunity to work with a legend like Clint Eastwood. So I'm going to say that's why Bradley Cooper's in it. I don't think the fact that Bradley Cooper's in it is going to make Money is probably movie. actually a big option, a big uh, incentive as well. I'd like to yeah, throw a quick stat. I'm sure. This is on the meal. Yes, uh, this is based on a real s- person. Why don't we save it for next week? Because it just helps maybe for your prediction. Because like it, it sounds like help. a ridiculous movie, but this is actually based on a real. Guy. Oh, the fifteen seventeen was based on real people. How'd that turn out? Yeah. Well, actually, Andy Garcia and Lawrence Fishburne were in that one, and Michael Pena. All right. Yeah. Come know. back uh, next week, Munchers, when we review the Mule, Clint Eastwood directing Clint Eastwood. (laughs) I'm Nick Owen. I'm Michael Brown. I'll see ya.